We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Greg Olson, here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Carla Davis. And with me today is producer co-founder, Brian Goins. Wait till you hear what Jay said about Derek White at the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Professional screw-up, Alex Soledo. Yep. And 2K coach, Frankie. Drew Holiday is a good player. Drew Holiday is a good player. We were talking pregame because we're, uh, you know, we were, uh, Frankie was driving home. His, his home studio didn't work. We went to another studio. And uh, while he was driving with a low phone angle, he was telling us how Drew Holiday can shoot, even though I doubt it. But I was wrong about Jay Crowder. Uh, maybe we'll get into that later. Um, First of all, hold so, on, though. Why are you calling him 2K coach? The whole thing was that I called Nikaias 2K coach I just while Frankie it. was the real coach. Yeah, I know, but it's a two, it, it's stuck. I don't know. I like it. I think it's funny. And I, I like the slander. So people are going to listen to the show not having the context of that episode. And they're just going to think that Frankie's a 2K coach. But it's going to be funny because he gives legit analysis. Is that funny like, or is it just disrespectful to you? I like Spain host? cuts. Oh, maybe a little to both. Be, 
to be fair, my record on 2K is way better than my record as a coach. There you go. I mean, listen, it's listen. I introduced Frankie as a 2K coach, and he starts talking about Spain cuts and, and all this stuff. And it's, it, I don't know, it'd be funny. It'd be funny. Blog boy. Um, <laughs> it's like calling Brass anime lover. Exactly. Brass is not actually an anime lover. He is a Photoshopper. He's not even a Photoshopper. I don't even think he uses Photoshopper. I think he uses some phone app to edit pictures and memes. So it's, it's all just, it's all a ruse. It's all a lie. This is an illusion. I've seen him do it in real time. I have. I've seen him tyke in real time. I'm taking you behind the curtain of heat beat and it's all just a tower of lies, the throne of lies. He did it one time while me, him, and Christian were in New Orleans and we were like at a bar or something. He did it right in real time and we, we were hours deep. You know what I'm saying? Mesmerized. <laughs> I mean, he is, the guy is just an artist. Alf tells that story that he was so drunk and so was Christian and they just could not take their eyes off of Brass, who was also drunk, just doing a tyke in real time. I mean, it was amazing. It was like, I'm never going to forget it. I'm so sad I wasn't on that trip. I went to Italy and stud like an idiot. I should have gone with my, I should have gone with my hobbies to get drunk in New Orleans, but it's You went to Italy and? And I uh, got my heart broken. <laughs> ah, look at that. I'm a sucker. Some heat beat lord. Let's go. Um, Let's go. Yeah, this happens. So, uh, so the Heat have a uh, rough week. What <laughs> rough week? Uh, Raptors, Celtics, Milwaukee, and uh, Phoenix. Uh, we, we were talking with Dakaias. We were hopefully that the Heat could escape two and one uh, from from that first gauntlet of games. And I think we all kind of assumed they could beat Phoenix. Uh, they won one game, which was the Celtic game. Which, yeah, frankly, that's that's a good win. Listen, I'm scared of the Celtics. We're all kind of scared of the Celtics. Um, my big thing, so I I want to get into that Phoenix game later because there's some stuff at the end that really kind of like of concern and some positives too, but I kind of want to talk about, I feel like these games don't matter that much because the seeding is pretty much set, right? So we've talked a lot about, okay, can Miami get to three? Like what is the value of getting to three, right? So, okay, you play Indiana or Philly. Like I, I think it's pretty locked that their first round matchup is going to be like Indiana, Philly. Right, like I think we've pretty much succumbed to that. It doesn't matter what side of that they end up on because there's no home court. So if they end up six against the Sixers, what difference does it make if they're three against the Sixers and if they're four or five against uh, against the Pacers? Other than bragging rights and talking shit to Pacer fans, what does it matter what side of the standing they're on? So like Jimmy Butler's resting. Wait, wait. wait. If they fall to six, they would play the Celtics, not the Sixers. You're right. But, I mean, I don't think they're going to fall to six. I mean, that's, I think that's pretty unreasonable with three games left. But I guess from, you know, if they, get, they can go as high as three, they can go as low as six, most likely we're looking at three to five. And, and even getting to three looks pretty unlikely now uh, after the loss of Phoenix. So, I don't know. I just, these games feel really low stake. I, I kind of feel like they're locked into their matchup. They're really resting their guys. Jimmy Butler's taking time off. Goran's missing games. They're being really cautious with stuff. So, can I know that probably... Yeah, none left. You know, God, God knows what he's doing, where he went. Hope everything's okay with him. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't want fans to overreact because, like, a loss to Phoenix doesn't feel very good, right? And, like, losing to the Bucks in that way doesn't feel very good. Uh, but I, I just, I don't know. I think that the organization and the players kind of know, like, we're kind of locked into our matchup. You know, we're going to get one of these two teams, and it doesn't matter which side of the bracket we're on. They can still kind of choose whether or not they want to play Indy or Philly because they have two games, next three games left, right? I think it's three games left because they play mm-hmm. Indy twice and then they play um, the Thunder in between those two Indy games. They can kind of choose whether or not they still want to play Indy or Philly. Yep. Um, obviously, I don't think they're going to tank any of these games, but if they wanted to, their last game is against Indy. They could choose whether or not they want to rest some guys and, and kind of leave the, the jury out there if, if they want to play Indy or Philly. Um, 
it's interesting because now that Ben Simmons is out, is that something that might be a better matchup for them? Especially that TJ Warren and and <laughs> and the rest of Indy has been really great during this bubble stretch. Uh, same with Phoenix. It's funny that you think that way. I, I don't I know. I mean, there's something to, to think about, like in terms of like some of these teams are just like. Usually, you talk about like, oh, is a team like going into like a tournament, like especially like NCAA tournaments and stuff like that, or any any kind of like bracket kind of situation, like a hot team going into like some kind of elimination tournament. That's something that teams kind of don't want to face in the first round. And I feel like if you play Philly, maybe that might be a better matchup because I, I'm already thinking about like what happened the last time the Heat were in the playoffs against against the Hornets and how like we fucking battled for seven straight games before we got to play Toronto and how banged up they were in that Toronto series. I'm already thinking ahead. Like if they'll probably win their first round matchup, but going into that second round matchup, are they going to be healthy? That was two players. Play a team like Indy versus a team like Philly. I mean, go Alex. No, I mean, I'm just kind of like my gears are turning now. I'm trying to think through what Brian is saying there. Cause the Sixers thing is interesting to me. I think the Simmons thing is like, yeah, he's out. And maybe that makes it uh, easier. Maybe it also makes it harder because they'll just be playing with so much more spacing and, you know, they can survive with Embiid <laughs> being the center of their offense and defense. And, and, and who knows? Like, the Heat allowed a lot of threes. Who knows if all of a sudden the Sixers are just like, okay, now this actually kind of makes a little bit more sense. I, I mean, I don't know. Do they go back to starting Horford? I don't know if that's really... I don't even know what they're going to do here. Like, what, what, what's going to be their starting lineup at, uh, without Simmons? I mean, I'd they play today, right? right? Wait, right hold on. They playing today, I think. So let me see. They yeah, play Portland. Um, what were you saying, Frankie? I'd rather take the Sixers at this point. Uh, Indiana has just kind of like found their groove, and uh, without Sabonis, they're they're playing more four out. The spacing's a lot better. TJ Warren's going going crazy. I think is is Jimmy Butler in TJ Warren's league right now? No. <laughs> wow. Whoa! What's going on here? That that's, is, name, that's an episode pod right there. Do you think? Uh, do you think that Jimmy is specifically playing in this Pacer matchup to shut TJ Warren the fuck up? Yes. Yeah, you saw that report from Mark Stein last night. Like literally after. I'm not on Twitter. I don't know anything. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that <laughs> later. But yeah, Mark Stein reported saying, "Hey, uh, Jimmy Butler says he wants to play that Monday game against uh, TJ Warren because uh, Leif had it first. Yeah, well, did he? Did he really? <laughs> he did have it first. Oh, look at that, Leif. Leif he didn't. Leif. He didn't want to report it. People Leif know Leif as Greg now. I don't like that. I see people tweeting him out, oh, Greg. Nah, he's always I, Leif. Who the I fuck is Greg? I look him up at lefty, like, lefty Leif and I'm like, where's, where is he? Is he I don't. I used to do the same. I'm like, who the fuck is Greg? I think he also had the nun news first, too. The what? The nun news. I, when I was Saucy looking Nuggets at Times Insider. and it was being oh, yeah. posted, he had it before Barry, he had it before Iron, and he had it before um That's how you know Leif is Tim just Reynolds. like, Leif has never been culture. a journalism school, but he's still like doing this process, this, this process. Right, I don't know how like, he beats him up. He's only beat him up for like two or three minutes at most. But he's like not reporting things too, because it's like, you know, he, oh, yeah, he wants more corroboration. Like he's very like, yeah. we, we he, might he have some news about none, but we have no clue if it's true or not. <laughs> Some the amount, the, I don't know. The opposite of Leif, to be clear. The op- Brian's be- Brian, who did go to journalism school, is being the opposite of Leif right now. <laughs> He's I don't know so what to bad. believe anymore. That I'm UCF not, education being put to good concerned. use. I'm not working journalism anymore, man. <laughs> I, like, I, got, hey, I got a government job. Pay. Fuck that. Why am I doing that? <laughs> Brian's like, I got government he work. He is in journalism. I don't need ethics. This is, <laughs> this is how, I get my, how I get my sports fix now. 
Yo, I get my yo, I get like heat news. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, I'm not on Twitter anymore. I deactivated both my accounts. And uh so I get my like news from like Instagram fan accounts. So I learned that Kendrick Nunn had left the bubble from like haters versus heat. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is my life. Haters. Uh whatever. That's a great Instagram account. Follow them. I disrespect them. I love the graphics over there. They're they're, they're awesome. But yeah, that's how I get my news now. I get my news from heat fan Instagram accounts. It's kind of wild. I I don't even know. That that's 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 the life without Twitter. Is this how people live? We're so inside, man. Because this yeah, how people real. live. We're going back to our roots, inside stuff, complaining about our lives, B stuff, six for matchup, make fun of six for man. Um, yeah, I don't know. To, to, to go back to the Jimmy stuff. I, I'm kind of worried that it's gonna go sideways for him because he hasn't played in a while. And if TJ, if TJ Warren has a really good game, I don't want that slander. I think Jimmy should have sat out and give him the ultimate disrespect by not even playing. It's like I don't even believe in what you're doing. No, I'm, I'm not playing. Nah. I, I nah. think he could like really that. use Jimmy, Jimmy Butler right now. Yeah, ah, who cares? I mean, they lose out, whatever. They're at five or six, or you know, they'll be fine. They just beat the Celtics. Yeah, but these guys, unlike you, actually, I mean, they have pride. Like they want to win games and want to be above the Pacers. I'm sure they, they, you know, they they want to be. Oh, I want to be above the Pacers too. No, I mean, I, listen, I don't want Indiana fans and to the be Sixers. happy. Jimmy wants to be ahead of the Pacers and the Sixers. Maybe that's, that's true. I, I, you know, I didn't think of that angle. I didn't. There, there's some. There, there's personal beef with both. Exactly. I'm not worried about the Sixers moving up. I mean, they're a fucking disaster. I mean, okay. They, so how about this then? Who are, who would you be more worried about in a in a series? Um, I I mean the Sixers. I mean, I I, I kind of think that they both present different problems. Um, mm-hmm. the both those Indiana games were pretty close, especially one that came down to like some Goran no, jank but, um, at the end of games. This Indiana team, though, do you think? Oh, I don't. I don't, I don't believe in what TJ. Warren. No, I don't believe in that. Not that he's this guy, but you know what I'm saying. Like, if he's just a different no, level not, of himself, he's a better player he, than before. If you think Oladipo's okay, if you Jared, think their five, you know, the five out stuff is better. Uh, but G G G also doesn't believe in Jay Crowder shooting still. So I still, I know, I, I've I've converted. I believe in Jay Crowder shooting. I, how can I not at this point? Like Jay, the Jay Crowder shooting. Oh is my real. god, no, he's gonna go zero for eight. I don't believe in the regression. No, we, should I, should not, I, I need you to keep your bid up because that's never mind. Jay Crowder's a Fox shooter, he can't shoot. He's a fake. He's a phony. Did you say Fox? Fox. Fox. F A U X. Did I not use the word pas. correctly? No. How, how that's, a, that's a faux pas right there. Faux pas. F A U X definition. Oh, I'm typoed. F definition. What is this? What is this word mean? What does this word mean? It means. Yeah, you back on Twitter. This is really bad right now. This is made an imitation fuck. artificial. Yes, I use the word but correctly. The, the pronunciation. Not saying it right. <laughs> oh, how do I say it? Faux. Faux. What like, does the faux say? Like French. the noodles? Like faux pas. Hold on, wait a second. Faux. <laughs> <laughs> like the Vietnamese. I hope that comes out on the pod. The I hope so too. The Google pronouncing the word faux. Faux. What is it? Oh, He's the, a the fox prefix, shooter. The prefix faux. It's like faux but with an f. I play too I'm much Super Smash Brothers Melee, and I just I, all I think about is Fox. I'm calling him Foxman Nine Nine. He's a he's he's a phony shooter. I don't believe in him. He's a he will never he will regress any day now. Any day it's coming. <laughs> you happy? You happy? Jimmy, he fans. Please. Yeah, just Jimmy, leaning into it. Yeah, I, I, this is my job at this point. It's like you know when when people you know that, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the fans. I'm here for help. Responsibility yeah. at this point. So. I don't know. I, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts because I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know what everyone's thinking. I don't. I don't know if I, we should take too much from this week of games. I mean, Jimmy's been out. You know, Goran missed time. 
I know that they played the Bucks and they were leading big and then they blew the big lead and I, I know that I was upset. But like we could I don't talk really... about how the team has performed uh without you know the the brunt of their does that matter playmaking. I mean that, does that matter? So I, yes, it does. They, they literally Absolutely. have no point guards on the team right now besides Tyler. If and they're Tyler's competing, like Tyler's they're producing offensively. They're trying. Yeah. Ah, I want to say they're 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 hanging in there. I think the I think a big issue in it kind of reared its head at the end of that Phoenix game. You know, Bam's unwillingness to look at the rim uh, as their best player is a problem. Like I've said many times that I want him to be Amari Stoudemire, face up, try to get to the line, get to the hoop. And he's out there. So there was a possession in that Phoenix game where he was kind of waiting for the dribble handoff, right? So Bam's, uh, Duncan's really trying to get there. And, and the, the Phoenix defense is really, really out, going out of the way to deny this. And Bam's just kind of waiting, like holding the ball out. Like, okay, where's my, where's my handoff guard? And then eventually he decides to post up from the elbow, right? And it, it just it looked bad. Uh, I mean, but is that a thing really about, I mean, I say that a lot too, like where I want Bam to be more aggressive because I'm on the same uh, line of thinking of you. Like I want him going towards the He's rim up. or I want him trying to go to the rim and trying to get free throws or I think he can score a lot of times too. Like I think he is, he can be that guy when mm-hmm. he wants to, but well, he's, I think they're over relying yeah. on that handoff action. They are. And he had that quote after the Raptors game saying he didn't sleep that night after, um, before the back to back against, against the Celtics. That's when he went out and he was, he was a lot more aggressive in the Celtics game getting like what, almost close to 20 free throws. We haven't really seen that bam since that game. I don't think, I mean, obviously we're really talking trouble about- against Milwaukee. Phoenix was kind of a weird game because I it just I don't know it was like really not much defense going on that game and they played tight on him like the entire game. To be um, fair I'll, though, this. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. To be fair though, like we, I know Bam's in his third year, but we also like have to consider that he's in his first year in this role. The last two years he was a backup big, uh, fill-in starter, but he, this was this is exactly what his role was just expanded. He hasn't been asked to be a natural scorer to be more aggressive. I just think he just needs to grow into it. Like he's 23. Mm-hmm. We ha- we can be a little patient for him. He, his first year in this role in, in a more expanded role. He's, uh, he's an all-star. He's going to be uh, all defense. Most likely might be all NBA. He's, he's done great. Does he still absolutely need to be more aggressive, especially attacking mismatches? Uh, yes. But like we see, we see the flashes of it and the, that's what we. That's what Spo needs to grab onto and say, "Hey, this is what you need. This is what we need more from you." Yeah. But absolutely, he does need to uh, increase his his uh, aggressiveness towards the basket because he gets I mean, fouled all the time. I think just, Frankie hit on something there too, where it's like I feel like I, I, we're about to talk about the the, the dribble handoff use and, and and basically just how over reliant they are on it, and I think that has a lot to do with why Bam kind of seems non aggressive sometimes, where he's almost waiting. Or a Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson to spring free yeah. off a screen, and I think maybe it's just a matter of emphasizing to him, you know, when it's not there, <laughs> use that keeper, use that keeper, baby, go to Kelly, the go to take it out of the I Kelly mean, book. It's true though, like it's it's a very good move for a reason. Like it's, I, I just think it's a matter of making that read and just I, doing it and, and drilling it into him. I think they they've kind of it's been the opposite where it's been I, all about getting the shooters open more than more so than getting him freed up. But the issue with that is that when like the guy can't even come around on the handoff and he can't even fake the action, that's like when it's like what, like yesterday was an issue. Like he, they couldn't even fake the damn play. Well, right? Don't you think that's got a lot more to do with the people that they were missing? And oh no! Listen, all those threats on the floor to to kind of uh, you know make it easier on those guys to spring free. 
they had nobody that I trusted going to the rim or creating an isolation. Like without Goran, but that's why I've been none. so impressed with them this whole time without without Jimmy and Goran because we've I think seen it's this promising. team in the past. We've seen this team in the mm-hmm. past without like uh, obviously before Jimmy was here. Whenever Goran would miss a game, or let's say that they 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 didn't have Goran and Justice, they were missing their point guards for the past like four years. Their offense goes to complete shit. And I don't know if this is all because of Duncan Robinson or not. It might, it might just be because of Bam and Duncan Robinson and really, you know, Tyler Hero's emergence, I guess. But uh, I, not Tyler I, I've been really impressed with what they've been able to do offensively uh, without these guys, man. Like, it, it, it hasn't looked that rough at all because I think it really just has been, you know, they're, they're replicating a lot of the same stuff with Bam and Duncan. And then with I'm, Tyler taking up, you know, some of that role. That's why late. But that's why it appeared late. Like when when it's late game and like an opponent could really kind of shut down a primary action and they don't really have a plan B. And that's yeah. partly because they had limited personnel. But I mean, they clearly at the end of that Phoenix game, they had one thing they wanted to do. And Phoenix is like, no. And then it was like, um, and bam, looked like it. I texted Alex, looks like deer in headlights. Didn't know what to do. And it looked sloppy. Yeah, and the same thing with the, uh, the end of the Bucks game. I mean, they, they were only down, what, four points, I think, entering the fourth quarter. And they got blown out on a twenty-zero run. League. That's the best team in the league. Like, I don't really we care. Have expected that. that. Yeah, like, like that, that. They were down. They were down. That's what the they, Heat used to do when yeah. LeBron was here. That's that's the type of team that the Bucks are. Yeah, it's like they just you come know, back. I, I, you can't even get mad at that. I mean, they they had a really valiant three and a half quarter effort. The fifth you, highest point differential of all time. This Bucks team. They're they're great. They're the best team <laughs> in the league. We're not afraid of them. <laughs> I'm not, not afraid, afraid of them. them. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> we're not afraid of them. <laughs> we want them in the second round. I uh, I still prefer fun. them over Boston. Yes, I think. I would oh say. man, I, I, I want I want that Boston Toronto series just because I think that'd I don't be fun I don't to want watch. that. No, nah, I don't want to watch that. That's that's gonna be awful. I don't want that. That's not. Fun. I wonder why some Raptors fan. I, I it's just it's just not a <laughs> I don't know not not a good matchup on paper. I think the Heat Celtics would be really fun. Gianni wants to talk about how Fred VanVleet might struggle against the Celtics. No, I actually wanted to read my text to Alex. I, I want to talk about how <laughs> Fred VanVleet on the Heat next year would be better. Um, they I'm done. Or Javon Carter. They can't. They can't. They they can't afford him. Yes. It's going to be too much money, and it's going to ruin. They, they have money. No, they have money. It's just whether or not they want to resign some of the guys on their team or not. <laughs> I don't think the Heat should. So if if Van Vliet does leave Toronto, I'm sure that he'll get another max offer somewhere else. He ain't getting like, a fucking max. Get the fuck out of here. The Pistons or the Knicks would 100 percent give him a max. No, what are you talking about? Wait, Pistons he was 20 and wait, wait, he was tw- Pistons have he was, no money. So stop that. He was 20 and eight this year. Somebody's going to give him a max. No, that's good. He's twenty and eight, and he's like he's on the rise. Like somebody, some stop idiot team stop is going to give him a max. Stop it. He's not. Gonna, I don't think he deserves a max. He's going to get a very yes. big contract. He's going to get a very. He's going to get a very big contract, and I just don't think well, that he should commit that kind of. I think money. he's going to get. He might get twenty plus. Like if the, one of those teams starts, you get me, if he takes an offer from one of those types of teams, it'll he's be had like a good year, and very nice and good. I just I don't think that he should invest in that that kind of money in a guy like that. I rather have we're talking about the league. Me too. But we're talking about the league that, that paid uh, Terry Rozier. So I think somebody's going to pay him. Somebody's going to pay him, and I don't think Miami has to be there. Be patient. They, they're going to have all the cash space they want when the good players are free agents. Yes. I'd go max one year, try to, 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 war, to get him over here, but that's just me. But um, anyways, like before idea. free agency, um, I, like, I, I really like what I see from Hero. Uh, we were talking about it earlier about his, uh, him and Bam's uh, improvement with the dribble handoff. Uh, in the group chat, and he it looks a lot better. He looks a lot more comfortable in that role. He looks mm-hmm. more decisive, attacking um, off the reads, and he, he's 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 a bigger threat than Duncan, which is crazier. 
because Duncan, you know, he wants the shot or the back cut. Tyler can dribble a little bit more. He can play make a little more. Um, I I really like that that look. I want to see more Tyler Bam pick and roll as well because uh, that's another thing that we've been missing this year is Bam. I feel like Bam hasn't had as many pick and roll opportunities this year. It's mostly no. like all dribble handoffs. They don't run it as much. I, I something I really They'll like flow just, into a pick and roll later, like after yeah. the, the first action, but they never like just run straight pick and roll. Yeah. I feel that, like that's an issue because they don't really have a lot of guys that can kind of get downhill off the dribble other than Goran. And, that's probably why, right? And Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, none can kind of do it some, but none is more of a pull up thread in those situations, like not really getting to the rim unless he has like a lot of space, especially when the big is kind of their shot. I mean, don't get, uh, none's a smaller guy, so when the the big with Bam is kind of attached to him. It's kind of hard for him to it's, it's really Jimmy and Goron. Those are two guys. And to be honest with you, like Goron and pick and roll, like I, I like what he's been doing in isolation more this year than in high pick and roll. I mean, obviously. And the, in handoffs. And I mean, Goron's been really, really good offensively. Like I, I, I have no issue with, with what he's doing, yep. but they don't really have a lot of guys to get that hill. Like, By the way, oh, I like Goron attacking. I like Goron attacking uh, switches a lot more this year. Oh, he's been awesome doing that. None too, yeah. by the way. Like I, I've been really impressed with how none has been really patient with switches, especially with bigs. They've been really good at that. There's some news. I'm pretty though. surprised. It took us 20 minutes to get news? started on, on, yeah, on there's Nero. Some news. What's the news? So uh, we need practice today. And according to Eric Spolster, he said that both Butler and Dragic practiced today. Oh, yeah. There's still oh. no change in their status for tomorrow's game against the Indiana Pacers. However, none is also back in the bubble too. Okay. Doesn't he have to quarantine? Yep. He does have to quarantine. I don't know how many days. It might probably be four days. It could be either four days, but it could be more because he didn't have an excused absence. I don't think. He needs to mm. just, I think it's a week, and then he needs two negative tests. But um, Courtney Ethan, he said that he'll be back um, By the playoffs. in time for the game, game one of the first round. So, yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are back in the NFL. Watch NFLSundayTicket.tv. You could stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite device. Plus, Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. Have you ever heard of DealDash.com? It's the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you'd never expect. At a price you'd never believe, they have over 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. And here's how it works. It's like an auction, but every time an item starts at $0 and only goes up one cent every time you bid. The kicker is that the auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, everyone else has 10 seconds to answer the item or it's yours. If you go ahead and buy now, DealDash is offering our listeners an extra 100 free bids upon sign-up on top of their other discounts. Go to DealDash.com and use the offer code code heatbeat20 or dealdash.fm slash heatbeat20. That's D-E-A-L-D-A-S-H dot F-M slash heatbeat20. Holy crap, do the playoffs start next week? It's yeah. Saturday, well, right? Wait, how is that going to work? Because don't they still have playing games? No, they don't. Oh. Have oh, yeah, they do. So that'll be Saturday, Sunday. But isn't that for the West? Yeah, I yeah. mean, still, I mean, you yeah. start the playoffs 
before after before they've done that before. next week they've done that before one one conference will start before before the west before the other i mean so I, I think the the West playing games will be um, on Saturday. I imagine. Can't Saturday, wait to see the the Spurs and the and the AFC playing the Lakers. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> no, the Blazers, baby, Dave time. I'm all about it. I like the Blazers. They're fun. The Spurs just Blazers. just somehow make it back into the playoffs, and everybody's pissed. <laughs> Nobody wants to be That's the what Suns I'm worried guys. about. Five and zero. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, G, you had a stat. I think you were about to share. I do have stats. I have stats. Chris, you want to talk about guys. the Suns game? <laughs> no. Not no. Yet. I, I want to talk about... Uh, we have talked about the Sun game. I've complained about Bam's late game offense, but I want to talk a little bit about Hero because you guys brought him up. And I know we were really hard on him in the beginning of the bubble, kind of talking about how he didn't look so good as a ball handler. Shouldn't have been. And, yeah, no, we shouldn't have been. We were, we were, we were tough. That's, that's what we do. We do. We're a little hard on guys. Um, so kind of looking at the dribble handoff stuff, they're getting a little over a point and a half uh, per dribble handoff attempt with, with him and Bam, which is really, really good. Um, 78 points off 87 direct handoffs. Um, 142 points on 60. So on 160. So they're, they're like, they're getting a lot of mileage off that. The guys gave us that. Um, and I know Duncan has a lot more volume. So that's just like in the bubble. Uh, and Duncan's like almost at a point and a half, which is best in the league by a significant amount. I think that the reps at point guard really helped, especially now we can kind of see the fruits of that. But I think uh, you could see the. I, I think you could see that even at the start when he was struggling with the shooting. I just think like all the stuff that he was showing you inside the arc and just how you know patient he looked as a handler and uh, you know doing stuff flowing into pick and rolls. And I th- I just think the guy has like taken a little bit of a a small leap here as a playmaker. And I think that's nah, something that's like going to be a big you know that's kind of big. It's kind of important for his development. And usually we've been the show to really freak out over over young guys taking developmental leaps. And I think Hero is doing that right now. I think we've been beaten down by guys who have taken developmental leaps that did not materialize. <laughs> and then they got traded. So I, I, that's why I'm like, I got to hold off. I'm scarred. You don't want to... <laughs> you have trust issues. You're trying not to get attached to this guy. I called like, Josh, as soon as I get attached, he's going to get traded. I called Josh like better than Ingram. And I look so stupid. Yep. You called the Carl White Chris Bosch. We had did we have Dave Dufour on saying he was, he was going to be a top fifteen player or something? We like did. Dave Dufour came on this podcast. Dave Dufour of the Athletic of Basketball <laughs> Buds of Dirty wrote. Dave, one of the most respected <laughs> voices in our community, agreed with us that Josh would take the leap. It never happened. Wow. Yeah. How did I? That's crazy. I yeah, he was on. Yo, D- D- Dave was out here banging the drums with us, and it just did not work out. Nikias was here too. We were all listen, we were all banging the Josh drum, and obviously the Justice drum was the loudest. Uh, we were wrong. We were wrong. Although we're, I think we're right on Duncan. I think we're right on Duncan. We were right on Tyler Duncan? too. Wait, Duncan's been a great finisher, guys. That that's that surprised me. Both of them are taking like small leaps offensively. It's it's pretty crazy. I mean, I just Yo, think they're, Tyler they're more can dunk offensively. I couldn't believe that. And Duncan Every, could dunk. Oh my god! Every time Tyler gets a fast break dunk, I think he's gonna miss it. I think he's going to get hurt. It reminds me of when I, Norris Cole did that dunk yes. against the Knicks and he fell over. And I was like, no, Norris, get up. I thought he died. I thought he was paralyzed. He landed so hard on his back. It was bad. Was I was scary. scared. I, I, was, I was worried. But no, yeah, but Tyler, Tyler's development has been great. He's getting to the basket. That was a big concern for us. He really didn't have much shake to his dribble. But I think he's using the threat of his step backs a lot better um, to, to like kind of lower defender. Yeah, his, his dribble's good. 
but it, he ha- he wasn't able to create separation still. So yeah. uh, one of the things that he's using doing really well is that he's using the threat of his, uh, his step back to cre- to lull the defender up so he can get, get a, a head of steam to the basket. And he's getting the trailing. He's fil- finishing well. He's got that floater game well. That That's another thing that brings the defenders up because he's a threat from that range. So now he can get to the basket. That's it's similar it's to what theme. Curry does. It's the same theme with uh with Duncan Robinson, where like we're seeing the offensive improvement where these guys look more filled out offensively because okay, what's gonna happen when you know uh you get run off the line? And I'm talking about Hero and Duncan here. And they've shown they have some counters now. And and you know, Duncan, there there was that one play uh that was just fantastic last night where uh, I think it was Mikhail Bridges was trying to run Duncan off the line, it was very aggressively playing him at the three-point line. And so Bam was kind of waiting on a dribble handoff. Duncan anticipates him overplaying, the, def- uh, the defender overplaying him. So he goes and cuts in and just gets the and one finish over Mikhail freaking Bridges, who's uh, like a 6'9 defender who's been really good in the bubble as a defender so far. And part of the reason why the Suns defense has been good in the bubble. And I just think like that, plus what you're talking about with Hero is like, this is why you trust the Heat's player development in general. I just think like it- it's very like obvious what they're doing right now, right? They're getting counters. Just like I said, for being run off the line. And it's like, okay, yeah, it looks clean. You can see that they really worked on this. It makes me feel better about them overall. It's less ways, you know, it makes them slightly tougher to guard. As a passer, too, I mean, he's been much, Duncan especially, has been much improved as a passer. Both of them have looked pretty crisp as passers, man. I got to say, I've been really impressed. That's Duncan uh, just being a high IQ player, making the reads, because he he knows if he gets those back keeps doing those backups when they're available, the defense can't give up that because that's a hundred percent finish, and uh, instead of a, a, a three pointer, so you got to pick your poison right there, and it's it's impossible to guard. That was the difference that I was I was stating last time about Wayne Ellington in this in that same role uh, as Duncan because Duncan will make the correct read, back cut, uh, cut in a uh, front cut, whatever it is, he's going to cut to the basket when it's there. He's going to be patient, keep going for the dribble handoff. How many times have we seen him get the dribble handoff, go up for a shot, throw it to, to a Bam, throw it to Kelly, come right back around and get an even better shot? It's He's just a high... Yeah, IQ Wayne didn't do that. Player. Wayne didn't do that. Wayne was getting there, but didn't do it with enough consistency. That, Wayne, Wayne was a, shooting that. <laughs> Wayne, no, was shooting Wayne, that. Wayne, Wayne as a passer... I, I, listen, I love Wayne. And as a passer, he really improved by the end, especially on the move. Like He could, he could take a guy off the dribble and kind of like throw a cross-court pass like better than it looked, better than it should have been. Yeah. I, I really and remember a game against Toronto. Wayne went to the basket. He was in the corner, oh beat God. the closeout man, went to the basket. That was the best version of winner. Wayne Ellington I think he's ever seen. That game versus Toronto was just magical. So that's, I mean, listen, but that's I don't think I don't know well, if Duncan stuff is just straight that art. Was his last good a, game the handoff stuff is a, art. That was his last good game on a Heat uniform. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it was because that was gonna, that was because after that he played the. The Philly series, didn't he? And then that was it. Yep. Left. No, Brian's oh, right. Brian's right. That was right before the playoffs. That was that like was, an April game. That's the last. Did he? I don't think he shot well versus Philly. He got no, paid. No, he did not. He got paid because of that. Remember, we said that uh, Wade Ellington's going to win us a playoff game, but it never came. It's a SpongeBob meme oh, no. with the coffee. Yeah, we oh, used to say God. that. Yeah. So actually, it's a game. He was so right, good so as wait, a shooter. Man. Who, who's the player on this this year's Heat team is going to win us a game? Jay oh, Duncan. No, I'm sorry, Jay Crowder's not. He's going to regress. Never mind. Well, I forgot him like ten games. <laughs> Frankie, Frankie, who is it? Uh, Hero's definitely winning us a game. I think Hero's going to start in the playoffs. I'm with Leif there. Do you think so? Uh, Let's go. None, none, none's back, so I don't have no clue. I, I think I think Hero would go back. 
I think Hero will start from now on. I disagree. I disagree. I think Nunn and Goran's skill set's too redundant. I don't think it serves them to have both of them on the court at the same time. I think you figure it out. I think you go and maybe you don't make that change right now. I don't think you make. But what? What? Why? Why? Why you guys in such a hurry to start Tyler? I have a hot take. I mean, I think he's there. Shoot I think he's ready fly. right now. I think if you're trying to win right now, your best chance is with... Wouldn't Hero it be better more to stack... Wouldn't it be better... I mean, you could play more minutes of Tyler than none, but you don't well, have that's to... That's what you I was trying to say them. before you interrupted me was that you don't have to make the move to start him necessarily right now. I mean, I would be good with, with him starting. I just think everybody is so, like, predisposed to saying the none and Dragic thing is not going to work. And they're, minus, they're minus I six know, G, I know, in but 500 minutes. said this, like, like you say this on every show, I I know I know Dragic and Nunn have not played well together. You're sold that it's, they're never going to play well together. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sold not on sold, that. but I'm just saying that they, they have, have Dragic. I mean, they're going to have Dragic and Nunn there. They're going to have Iguodala coming off the bench. Olenek does the dribble handoff stuff. I think they have more than enough weapons there, and I think Nunn is going to play better versus backup guards and playing against the best guards all the time. I do like him as a starter though because I think he that's where he looks best offensively because he can just play off of Jimmy and Bam and do the, you know, the pull-up scoring stuff. And I think that's where he really looks good. But they don't day, have you're talking about Hero threat. on a development track. Hero's the pull-up threat. What do you mean? I think Hero's the pull-up yeah, threat. Hero I think Hero's and, the guy. And ducking our pull threats. And I think Hero has more. That's the thing. None to me is only a pull-up threat in the starting lineup. Like, he'll occasionally give you some of the, you know, maybe a floater. But most of the time, his, his function on offense as, as a starter is as a shooter. And I think Hero gives you that and more. And I think you're talking about Hero as a guy who, you know, you're taking a developmental track with him. You think he's in a, maybe you don't think that, but the Heat think that they're gonna. He's a star type player. He could be. I think the kind of putting him in the starting lineup sooner than later is gonna be good for him, especially so, now that we've seen him take the steps. I think wait, wait, that, G. hold on, G. Brian, what's your hot take? Well, I got two points um, to Alex's point, and something that was a stat that I saw this morning. Uh, according to Simon Smith, players in NBA history who have aged 20 years or younger to post at least 25 points, 10 assists, and 8 rebounds on 60% shooting while committing just two turnovers. We got LeBron James and Tyler Hero. That's point one, <laughs> according to Simon Smith. Ridiculous uh, stat. He is LeBron. <laughs> point number two, I think going to the playoffs, my hot take is that none is not going to get any minutes. Because I, wow. I think Spo will start Hero, and I think he'll go through a, to a, maybe a nine-man rotation. I don't think he'll go 10 deep. I think he'll just go nine men. And I don't think none's going to be in those. So you think Derek is in there over none? No. I, I think it's going to be... Solomon I'm L. looking at their list. So obviously Bam, Duncan. Um, you got Goron, D- uh, Jimmy, Tyler. You got Iggy, Crowder. And I think that eighth person is probably going to be... I think they might actually go Myers Leonard minutes, depending on who they. Met. They haven't tried. Haven't played Myers once. I think. I think they might go. Brian's hot take is that Spo's going to pull well, the no, Myers the eighth, Leonard wait, wait, card. Wait, wait. The eighth person is actually going to be Kelly. Well, yeah, and then so the yeah, nine. No, that's eight. That's they're eight not going to run it. He's, he's not Mike D'Antoni. I think <laughs> that's going to be the case. I don't. I don't see a scenario where none doesn't get playoff minutes. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think they. I think the guy like. You got 15 points a game from him for a reason. He's, he's he, I think you need that that scoring. They they really their whole thing is shooting, right? The Heat's the reason that there's that they've been so good this year is they were number one in true shooting percentage or top three in three point percentage. I think he's one of those threats. So I think he's in a. He hasn't I think he's play. This, this he's Brian. He's good. He, this is the only reason that you wouldn't. The man play didn't have a training camp. He's a rookie. Let's give him, he can't let's defend give him a, a lick. 
The only reason why uh, why you wouldn't play him is because he can't defend a lick. But I mean, I think there's neither can Tyler. I think there's some serious stuff going on with none that obviously we're not privy to. Mm-hmm. That I think it, it's the ethics here. There, there's a situation where Spo <laughs> would want to maybe not trust him. Ethical journalist Brian. Let's say that. Okay. <laughs> Producer co-founder and ethical journalist. <laughs> Um, I like I I like the idea of Hero uh, and Duncan starting together because just because of how much uh, that'll free up Jimmy and Bam, oh, uh, and then you can you can you can put J, uh, Jay or or Kelly matchup dependent on that too. I still think they should start Myers. Yo, all these combos suck like lineup wise. Not that that should be the tell all, but like it's all like 500 minutes and it's like minus fives across the board for like every combination that we've said so far. Hero and Duncan. Minus five, 115 defense rating. Yeah, I mean, you, we can never play them together, obviously. 500 minutes. I mean, that's what we're. I mean, listen, I, I think that looking at the line of data like that is a little bit disingenuous. I do think that somebody like Goron and, and Nunn, I think there's a little more tell because they kind of do the same thing. So you kind of like look to see hits and stuff. But what makes the, what makes the bench lineups successful offensively? Uh, a lot of DHO, I think, Kelly basically and, can and Tyler. The same stuff. Um, I, I think that they ISO Goran a lot. I mean, yeah, none, none could be a spot-up shooter for it. That's fine. I just think that you're not maximizing your talent at that point. Well, I think I just, that's my thing. He does in the starting lineup just off the bench and against worse talent. That's basically That's fine. Thing. I mean, that's that's a fair take. I just, and guys I, are like, we're out here. And, I don't I mean, think taking... Rockets are none versus bench point guards to me is, just sounds good. I mean, with, like I said, with Iguodala and Kelly there, maybe you throw Derek in there. I don't know. Whatever. To me, like, you got Schroeder and, You're not and wrong. Jay You're not wrong. and Chris Paul. Like, you know, they're running these three, these tiny lineups that are really succeeding as starters. So I'm like, okay, like Dragic and none, they're small guards. But off the bench, it's like, I don't we, know. I feel like they have so seen, much depth. Like, they have enough to make it work. We've also seen Goran succeed with another point guard. Uh, even, yeah. And he, he's, he's more talented offensively now, uh, shooting-wise, uh, than he was back in Phoenix. And granted, none isn't as good as Bledsoe. Uh, or Steve Nash, obviously, but he can Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, but he, I think he could play. I think they could play together. Um, so what would you guys say? So, looking at that stuff, do you guys think that helps them in a matchup where a team decides to defend? So, the Celtics, I thought, did something really interesting where they were trying to defend the Bam Duncan DHO like the like the Raptors did. They had Jalen doing a lot of the OG things, except Jalen's not OG. Uh, do you guys? Do you guys think that Tyler in the starting lineup provides like a counter to that because you have another guy to run those plays with? Yes, absolutely. Yes, but he has more of an offensive um, tool repertoire. Repertoire, yeah. Than than Nunn is right now, and I thought Nunn was a better player all season, but just I don't know these last eight. I agree. Six games because it's completely. I mean, I mean, if we go in back the into the, the scrimmages too, I just feel like Hero has all what it a is, Brian. more than Nunn. Call it what it is, Brian. The IG Call model it. bump. Yeah. He, sta- he hit, instead of hitting the Ricky wall, he hit the IG model bump. We know it. He's taking a leap. He's, his confidence is on, on 100 right now. Yeah. He looks He's so playing. Good, he, he looks so much better. He just looks more like a basketball player. And, and there's no more indecisiveness uh, coming off the DHOs. He's comfortable now. Yep. And, you know, we, and he's comfortable in this role too, like as the lead ball handler. Which I, I'm surprised he's comfortable this early. I thought he this had was a lot take of pressure year. on him, man. The, these past couple games without without Dragic, Jimmy, none there, and for him to come through the way he has, I've been 
I mean, I can't, I can't stop being impressed by what Tyler Hero has done, man. I really didn't see this coming, not, not this soon, you know. And I know that it's basically like Ethan's been hammering this <laughs> that it's basically his second season already, and it's kind of true. Like he had four months off, like he basically it's it's August. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, kind of funny because like only a month rookies, or two away from what would be yeah. his normally his second season. There's, there's so it's like we're seeing who, that. There's a couple of rookies who have shown like they've they've improved a lot, and he's one of them. Like Jaws, probably another. Rookie who's shown a lot coming back, um, but I think Tyler's shown just like like if if he was playing like this throughout the whole season, he would be getting the rookie of the year honors, not Kendrick Nunn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nunn was a finalist with um, with Jaw for the would, rookie of the year. Would Hero have been a top five, top three guy if he would have started all year instead of Nunn? Even if he wasn't this guy, if he would have yeah. just got in that production and, and those those reps, get all started, shots. Nunn started off way more polished. I, I don't think Tyler would have yeah, been able. Yeah, I, I think he would have struggled. So let's not forget yeah, that a, a lot of awards are a lot of it's influenced by public perception, and I think that Nunn, because he was older and because he was more polished in the beginning of the season, he was putting up numbers that other rookies just can't really put up, right? Because you're you're not you're not used to that. Like, you got a head start. Yeah, Nunn played in the G League. Nunn had been in in like professional environments when these guys were just the kids out of college. Like, no, what Nunn's twenty six or something? Yeah, 25. sneaky old. Yeah, he's okay. uh he's like Rodney Magruder, school of sneaky old. Shout out Rodney thriving in, on the Clippers. Yo, I love Rodney. Yo, shout out to Rodney. Shout out to the hashtag free Rodney movement. I'd be so shout happy out for to, him if he wins a title. Shout out to preseason Rodney. Yo, what a nice dude. I love that guy. Preseason Rodney, one of the best heat players of all time. Yo, like legit, like put him up there with LeBron, Shaq, and Dwayne. Gerald Green. And preseason Gerald Green. And there we go. <laughs> Flocka. Five best players of all time. Can I say players. something? I've never, this is going to sound weird. I've never he had more Kendrick fun. Kendrick was 26. He just turned 25. Whatever. This is close. I was a year off. Duncan's uh, looked, the one that's 26. Duncan's 26. I was like, they're all, because I tweeted this. That was like one of the last things I tweeted about uh, the young core. everything you say. That's how, that's, I don't that's, trust that's, you. I don't that's trust the formula. You, that's the formula of the show. He is fake news. We're fake news. We're no, a little messy. News. Oh my God. Do you have, uh, do you have this halftime show right now on uh, G? Yes, I do. <laughs> He's going to say phone news. What happened? Jaden Rose like, looks incredible. Oh, oh the, my God! The hair, the hair, the hair, the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the for, first of all, the tape is just exquisite, immaculate. Like you yeah, said, immaculate. on top of the glasses, like he looks like he's wearing Cartier frames on on, oh, on ESPN. I mean, I don't know anything about sunglasses, but the guy looks fresh as hell. It looks like he hasn't aged at all. His oh, his God, hair is so fake. His hair is fake. Wait, it swept me, me off my feet. Oh wow. come on, man. His hair is fake. There's no way. I'll give you 81 reasons it's not. That's like you say, <laughs> hold on. Is that slightly problematic? Because that's like if you if like you saw like a like, like a black woman like with a weave and you're like, oh, that's fake. Does did does it doesn't that, he famously doesn't Twitter famously make fun of his hair? It's amazing. But it's like it, LeBron. It's like you, you, LeBron's hair is fake too. <laughs> yeah, LeBron's hair. I've never seen. I've never seen anybody make fun of Jalen Rose. I've seen people make fun of it, like Jalen Boozer, LeBron. Boozer, like, yes. Boozer had a shoe polish on his head. The oh, Beijing. Look. The Beijing. I call it yeah. the Shanghai. <laughs> the, the Shanghai. That was close. How do you manage to typo everything, man? Like, <laughs> that was a big metropolitan area in China. I don't know. If it was a Japanese city, I would have been more likely to get it. I'll, I'll, I'd remember those. Um, I don't know. I, like, I, that's China, on, not Japan. I know. That's what I'm saying. I said if it was a Japanese <laughs> city, I would have remembered it better. I would... Okay. I would yeah, I, I, I thought you said if I was Japanese, I would have got no, it. No, no, Japan's my hood, man. I've been a couple times. I'd love to oh move there. You know, I'm God. I'm there, dude. 
That's, that's, Did you just say Japan is your hood? That honestly, that's one of the worst <laughs> things you've ever said. Disqualifies me. <laughs> I can't stand you, bro. Can we end the Can we end the show on Alex saying I can't stand you, bro? That was so obnoxious. Yo, Derek White has to be one of the ugliest motherfuckers in the league. God, he's hideous. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball is finally kicking off this week, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24-7. And with the return of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro athletes Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champion Robert Ory. See what they had to say and what it'll be like playing about fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts.